Good morning. Good morning. You ready to practice? Let's do it. Stand up. Come to the front of your mat. Ragdoll. Separate your feet hip-width distance. Bend your knees and hang forward from the crease of your hips. Grab under your elbows. Open your eyes. Yeah, now really look at your feet. This is a indispensable practice for awakening is clear vision. So if you look down at your feet, your feet are about hip width distance, maybe even a little wider. And feet straightforward, what we would say are on 12 o'clock. So straightforward. Yeah, and um, I invite you to put a block under each hand or bring your hands to the floor. You could do that. Bend your knees. Give yourself some room to breathe. This is a breathing practice. Power Vinyasa Yoga is a simple breathing practice. You say, well, then why are we practicing asana? Because yoga poses are an opportunity to create space for air, literally creating room in the body. Spread your toes across your mat. Wake up and create some space between the bones of the feet and up through the back of the legs. Begin to straighten your legs little by little. Go slow. Be like the tortoise rather than the hare when you practice asana. Slow and steady, calm. And the way to be calm is to open your eyes and see one physical point in physical space. There's outer space, the physical space surrounding you, the walls, the floor. You have human bodies around you. And focus your eyes on one point in outer space. And a beautiful inner space begins to reveal itself. It's the space of meditation. This is a moving meditation. You don't have to know anything. You just have to be willing to move. And it might get a little messy, but it's okay. We're going to have a major breakthrough in mind-body this morning. One, because we're here in a sacred space that's devoted to waking up mind-body. And two, that we're together, doing it together. And what we can access together, we can't really access alone. So I'm so happy you're here. Drop your agendas and plans. I got your back. I'll manage this, the, the communal space. The heat, the lights, the air. You just manage your space. Take care of yourself. Be intuitive around it. Through your nose, take a huge breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Bring your hands to your mat. Step your feet back, down dog. Make an inverted V with the floor. Feet hip with distance. Okay, bend one knee, straighten your other leg. Work out the muscles in your feet and your calf muscles, your hamstrings. You can wag your tailbone right to left. Just move your pelvis a little bit. Yeah. Now come to center. Fan your fingers across your mat. Wake up the skin between your fingers. Now relax your neck. Drop your skull to the floor. Drishti, eyes on one point. And let's generate the sound of yogic breathing, throat breathing, ujjayi breath. Through your nose, breathe in. Through your nose, breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee, take your upper leg to the left. Spread your ten toes. 
If you're holding your breath, you can bring your bottom knee to the mat, you can bring your elbows to the mat, whatever it takes to breathe. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee, open your hips. The breath opens up the lines of communication between mind and body. It's the bridge between mind and body. Your sound, audible breathing. Walk to the front of your mat. Make your feet touch. Bend your knees. Lace your fingers at your lower back. This is a good time to grab a yoga strap. If you've got tight shoulders, creating space for something new. Take your shoulders to your back. Pin them to your back. Lengthen your arms. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Wrap your arms over your head. Spread your ten toes across your mat. Relax your neck. Breathe into the back of your legs. Open your eyes. Bring your hands to your mat. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. One ohm. Uh, Reach your arms above you, breathe in, bend your knees, bow forward, flat back, breathe in, do your best, there's no right way to do this, no wrong way to do it, high plank, there's ways that work, and our work is to take out the excess efforting and the trying hard, you can bring your knees to your mat, it took me years to be a yes, to do less, and the moment I was a yes, to do less, I knew how to do more, but the moment I was a yes to do less, possibility started awakening in the practice. Shift forward and down, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. And then when I wanted to do more, it was more impactful. Like when I wanted to push it, I had to learn how to yield. Bend your knees. This is a, a huge advancement in downward dog is having your knees bent. Everybody slide your feet like three inches towards the back edge of your mat. Wiggle them back, however you get them back. Now keep your knees bent. Increase the muscle energy moving from the core, through the shoulders, through the arms, through your hands into the floor, and lift your sitting bones up to the sky. That's how you create space. As you get two points, you move them away from each other. So press your hands down into earth. Lift your sitting bones up to the sky. Huge breath in. Empty it out. Push the air out. Up here, up here. Look up to your hands. Walk forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Sweep up. Fold forward. The body loves to move like this. Flat back. It needs to move like this. High plank. Like what? Like with skill. So keep the lower and the upper body integrated. If you're conscious of your core, you'll build a lot more strength in your arms and your hands and your legs and your feet. So lift the front of your pelvis up to the belly button as your tailbone moves to your heels. Now keep the danda, the staff quality of the lower and the upper body, and shift forward and halfway down. Up dog. Very good. Down dog. 
Deep breathing. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Very good. Breathe in. Empty out. Push it out. Now fill up your lungs to capacity. Empty out so there's no way. You've got to listen for it. Look to your hands. Walk or jump to the front of your mat. Flat back. Forward bend. Sweep up. Bow down. You're doing great. Long spine. High to low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Simple training of being alive right now. So the simple practice is keeping your gaze steady. You don't have to know anything about that. Just simple bringing one physical point to view. And once the brain is pacified from all of the busyness and the doing, you'll be able to focus on your breath. But you first have to focus on one external point. Huge breath in. Empty out. Keep your gaze clear. Look up to your hands. Walk or jump forward. Flat back. Forward bend. Chair. Fold forward. Finish it. Relax your neck. Relax, relax. Lean into it. Straighten your legs. Straight. Halfway up. High to low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one. Right leg forward. Embody your feet. Spread your toes across your mat. You can look down at your feet, and you want to take your feet from having your heels being on like one line, a tightrope, to going a little wider. If it feels like you're on a tightrope, then uh, <laughs> there was a puppy emergency from what I just understood. No cell phones in the studio unless your dog just had puppies and you're making sure they're not getting squished by mama puppy. Fan your fingers apart, huge breath in. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Up dog. Down dog, warrior one. Left leg forward. What was I saying about the foundation? Go a little wider about hip-width distance. The most important thing is that you're building on rock. Back toes more towards, oh, 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock. And oh, this way, more this way. Yeah. Huge breath in. Bring your hands to your mat, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. All right. You just sat in warrior one on the right side and the left side, and we're going to link all the poses we just kind of walked through. So it's one big pose. Do your best. You don't have to know anything. It might get a little wild, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. Let it be. That's the massive key of flow is just letting things be. Breathe in. Empty out. Look to your hands. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Gaze steady. Fold forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one. Right leg forward. Root down. Go up. Low plank. Up dog, down dog, warrior, left leg forward. 
Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Slide you up a little bit. A little bit of mat. I'm going to take your mat forward. Here we go, brother. Breathe in. Empty out. Push a mat away from you. Look to your hands and a leap of faith. Go for it. Inhale. Bow forward. Chair. Forward bend. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Low plank. Things are moving. Things are changing. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. And you're ready now for this. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. It's usually how growth feels in our life. A little chaos. There's some resistance. There's doubt. And you're just... Through your action, just keep moving one foot forward. Right, The journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump. Inhale. Bow forward. Utkatasana, chair. Forward bend. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Root down, go up. Low plank. You're doing great. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Left leg forward. Root down. Inhale. Go up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. All right. Bring your right leg up to the sky. Bend your upper knee. You can stay here or flip over. Side plank. Bring your feet together and spin your heels to the right. Take your left arm to the sky. Now, you might get more by bringing your bottom knee to the floor. It's a victory when you're breathing ujjayi. That's what ujjayi translates to as victory. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. The new you is being reborn. Digging up some earth, planting some seeds. Prayer twist to the right. Earth is very important. It's our ally, so place your feet mindfully on earth. Feet straight forward, lift your back heel up. You can stay with your hands in a prayer or straighten your arms. I like working with blocks. Maybe a block or two to the inside of the front foot. Maybe to the outside of the front foot. Five. Four. On your in-breath, lengthen your spine. Lift your torso away from the floor. Three. On your out-breath, twist. Spiral. Two. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Half bind. Be patient. First, line up your heels. Then line up your pelvis so it's stacked over your ankles and your shoulders so they're stacked above your hips. Five. You see how your bum's sticking out? Four. You've got to get your right butt cheek underneath you. Take your left hip back. Three. Now pin your shoulders to your back. Move your scapula to the spine line. Two. Look down. Chaturanga. Up dog. This is science. That's it. 
down dog, simple science. You don't have to believe in it. You don't have to like it. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and stay here, flip over. The science of inquiry. When you're at the crossroads, can you drop your thinking and just observe reality and its nakedness? Come to your senses. Side plank, heels to the left, right arm to the sky. It's good inquiry when you're at the edge. Instead of reacting and forcing and holding your breath, you're calm, determined, and clear right here. Low plank, beautiful work. Up dog, down dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. You see, if, if your feet are on one line, it's going to be challenging to balance. Prayer twist to the left. And consider that if your feet are too close together, you may have more space to discover front to back. And how do you know if they're too close together? You, you try creating more length front to back. And if you don't like that, then you recreate it and you shorten the stance. Same thing with width between the feet. A few more counts. Steady. Pin the four corners of the front foot in your mat. Tighten up your back quadricep muscles. Real tight. Pull in more. And press down, lift up, and twist. Windmill up, warrior two. Extended side angle. Half bind. There's a reason we don't have mirrors in here. I want you to look at your body. Start from the ground up. Once your front foot's on 12 o'clock and your back toes are between 3 and 2. Five, be mindful that your shoulders aren't dropping forward and collapsing on your lungs. Four, take your shoulders to your back. Three, your shoulder blades, pull them into the spine. More, more. Two, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Look up to your hands and jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the right. Look at your feet. Embody your feet. The first practice of embodying presence is to look at the flesh and bones that you want to inhabit. You want to get under the skin of the toes, into the bones, into the fascia. Feel the blood flow to the toes. And if you look down there, you're going to bring mindfulness to your feet. You can stay with your hands in a prayer or you can straighten your arms. The most important thing right now is that you're breathing, even if, especially under pressure. Five, especially when you feel like you can't breathe. You breathe anyway. Four, that's you creating a space for something new. Three, drop your pelvis below the level of your heart. Very good. Now lift your heart up to the sky and twist two. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip width. Grab your big toes with your index and middle fingers. Make your palms face each other. And lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Bow forward. Hey, press your big toes into the earth and try to pull your big toes up. Bend your knees. Bring your chest to your thighs. Yeah, hold off on your big toes being pulled up for a moment. Right? You've got to bring your chest to your thighs first. Integrate the body holistically. Take your shoulders down your back. Now you've got your chest and your thighs touching. Now the whole body starts to activate. Relax your neck. Pull the crown of your head towards the floor. 
Now go ahead, try to pull your toes up, but keep them down. Press your fingers down on the floor. Straighten your legs and come forward. Let go of your toes, crow. Five. A beautiful pathway into heartfulness. Four, caring. Three, just caring about your body. Two, chaturanga. Up dog, down dog. Look forward and jump to your hands. Halfway up, conscious of your hands. Bow forward. Utkatasana. Prayer twist to the left. So conscious of your left hand pressing into your right hand. Upper hand and your bottom hand. And now you're working to pull your thumb knuckles into your sternum. Right? Elevate off your thigh bones and check it out. If you look down at your knees, you see how the right knee is bending more? Take your right hip crease back and bend your left knee a little more. And you're breathing, of course, or the pose just like you're in a stalemate. You're coping with the intensity right now rather than managing the intensity. You're high voltage. So bring your chin to your chest so that light can get to your brain. And the lateral side of the, the neck, the right and the left side of the neck, keep them symmetrical. Five. Four. The pelvic descent. Drop lower. Three. We'll go the other direction. Two, bring your hands to the mat, separate your feet hip width. Stand on your hands. You're going to slide your palms under your feet. Bring your chest to your thighs. That's just a universal principle that you work with when you do forward bends. You bring your chest to your thighs first. And then little by little, you straighten your legs, and there's a bitter sweetness. Like under all the intensity, there's an, a, a seductive energy that pulls you in to be a yes to the intensity. If you go slow, you practice your, your tortoise hood. Take your hands out from underneath your feet. Crawl. Five, the pathway to the heart. Right into the hands. Well, through the hands. Four, through your arms. Pull your belly to your spine. Three, look forward. Two, chaturanga. Up dog, down dog. Great job. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Sweep up. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Swing your right arm under your left arm. Seal your lips. So much energy leaks out of our mouth. Five. That's why we practice noble silence. Four. And from noble silence, listening, looking. Three. Real clear. Two. Sweep up. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. You're going to bend your knees. You want to strengthen the ligaments around the knees. You can put your left toes on the floor or a block. It's up to you. Lift your elbows up to shoulder height. Breathe out. Sweep up. Eagle, go. Five. Four. Keep the breath flowing. Three. Gets into all these dead zones in the body. Two. Sweep up. Eagle. Five, just pockets of tension. Four, spaces where there's no ease, just all hard. Three, soft air, bring it in. Two, sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise. Come to the front of your mat and balance on your left leg. Bring your right knee up to the level of your hips. You stay here with your right hand at your knee and your left hand at your hip. It's air coming in for you. 
or straighten your upper leg in front of you. One, two, gaze straight forward. Three, four, take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left, grab the loop. One, and grab inside the loop. Two, three, there you go. Four, take your upper leg in front of you, lift your arms high. Airplane. Press into my hands. Okay. Tight, yeah, tight. Good. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. There you go. That's good. That's good. Be intentional, creating a physical foundation so you're stable. Five. Roll your right hip on your left hip. Four. Look up to the sky. Zipper up your legs. Three. Pull in there. Tight, tight, tight. Two. Look up. Ragdoll. Good work, man. All right. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Take your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise. Balance on your right leg. Lift your left knee up to hip height. Stay here. Straighten your upper leg. One. Two. Three. Four. Take your upper leg to the left, gaze to the right. Bring your upper leg in front of you. Take your arms to the sky, breathe in. Airplane. Strengthening. Ankles, legs, heart. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. Just locate in body parts and being mindful. That's it. Locate your pelvis. And roll your left hip on your right hip. Oh, you feel that awesome awakening in your right hip? Five. Four. Pull in. You've got to go tight here. Tight. Three. Go tighter. Tighter. Pull in. Look up. Two. Ragdoll. Good, Mark. Bring your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Lift your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Dancer, left arm up. Drop your right arm by your side. Bend your right knee. Grab your right ankle. Aim. Aim. Five. It's not new. Aim. Four. Through the air. Three. Follow through. Eyes clear. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Dancer, right arm up, left arm down. Guys up here, you want to look up here? Yeah. There's a tendency in equanimity, the section of the asana practice, five, is for the eyes to go down. Keep your eyes up. Four, to like the horizon. Three, kick your upper shin back. Lift your collarbones up. Two, and bring your upper foot to the mat. Dancer, left arm up, right arm down. Aim, good. And notice the brain, too. You don't want the brain tilting forward or right to left. Keep the neck neutral. The chin a little bit down towards your chest so the crown of your head lifts up. Five. Four. Three. Kick your upper shin back. More oomph to the legs. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Excellent. Dancer, left leg. So right aim, 
and right effort. Go, 10. See, too, too much effort, it knocks you out of the pose, you harden up. Too little effort, there's no, there's no passion for the dance. There's no willingness to be gotten by something bigger than you. And the breath, this is the, you're in the zone, you gaze steady, your breath is flowing, and something catches you and propels you forward and up. Five. This is the possibility of the sannyasa. And four, the seeker of truth. Three, kick your upper shin back with some might. Two, awesome, bring your upper foot to the mat. Three, balance on your left leg. Gaze straight forward. Your root, your main root into reality is your two eyes. Lift your eyes up a bit. Lift up. What a difference, huh? Lift your arms to the sky. Breathe in. Empty out. One more. Lengthen your spine. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Tree. Balance on your right leg. Lift your arms above you. Lower your chin towards your chest a bit. Now pull your belly up to your spine. Tighten up your tricep muscles. Fan your fingers apart. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Reach your arms high. Bow forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Right leg. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Five. Four. Put your hand there. Yeah. Tight here. Three. Can you straighten that? Straight. Yeah. Two. Stand up. Face left. Make your feet parallel to one another. Lift your arms above you. Drop your right arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. It's all accessible stuff. Breathe in. Bow forward. You're digging into the body. You're digging into the soil of your body. And if you've never dug like this, like with intention and clarity, like locating bones, muscle groups, organs, and breathing intentionally, you're going to, it's like a dredge. It's going to pull up a lot of what's kind of settled on the bottom of your, your being whether it's physical stuff, psychological stuff, whatever comes up needs to be released some way, somehow. Just relax and sweat it out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Bow over your front leg. You want to keep your shoulders bound? You want to keep that? Yeah? Or you do a different mudra, maybe reverse prayer, your call. Twisting triangle. Put a block under your left hand. Keep the legs, keep the legs the way they were. Keep the legs. Five, there you go. Four. Three, more narrow. Uh-huh. Two. Chaturanga, 
That was good. Up dog. Down dog. We go to low plank, his shoulders collapse. Yeah. Left foot forward, warrior one. Warrior two. Straighten your legs, triangle. Get into your feet. Can you unstick the baby toe from the fourth toe, the fourth from the third, third from second? Five counts. Now pull your belly up to your spine and like some sunshine from the arms, through the hands. Breathe out. Stand up. Face right. Lift your arms high. Okay, left arm down. Find your shoulders. Breathe them. Bow forward. Just like a gardener would go through their garden and, you know, do the weeding and just enjoy every plant and nourish the plant. This is what we're doing. Our body is like that. Over time, we realize it's a place that we have to return to. It's like returning to the garden and just doing this work, this necessary, essential work. Otherwise, the body just hardens right up. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Face front. Bow forward. And things start growing that we don't want growing, like resentments, postural habits. She'll go a little longer and wider. Twisting triangle. Five. Four. Three. Spin this out a little. Two, chaturanga. You feel you get more of a spiral when you spin that out? Up dog, down dog. You look like you're ready for shavasana. High plank, lower to your mat. Four, three, two, one. All right. Bring your arms by your side. Rest uh, one side of your face on the mat. Take some breaths into your belly. All this work that we do externally, you know, making shapes with the body and practicing asana, is to all create inner space. That's it. Now, we did some amazing work opening up the hips. And when you look at the way the body is um, set up, in order to lengthen the spine, in order to do back bends, it's smart to create some space in the pelvis. So we are ready. Clasp your hands at your lower back. Use a strap if you need to. Okay, pull your limbs into the center. All parts pull into the center. Breathe out. On your in-breath, press down and come up. Okay, creating space for something new. Press the feet back and press your, the crown of your head forward. Five. Bring your chin to your chest slightly. Four. Instead of letting the legs drift apart, pull them into the center. Three. Resist me. Resist. Pull in. Pull in. Two. Yes. Come down. That's good. Bow. Bend your knees. Grab your ankles or your shins. Maybe one leg at a time. You can do that one leg at a time. Make it up as you go along. Pull your thigh bones to center. On your in-breath, press your shin bones back. Meditate on your feet coming to life. Not your feet becoming dull and disconnected from your inner eye. Five. Four. Breathe into your biceps, into your pectorals. Three. 
Lower your chin to your chest. Take the sides of your neck back. Now lift your collarbones up. Come down. Breathe in. Empty out. Bow. On your in-breath, press your shins back. Now, your legs are an anchor. Your legs keep moving back. You've got to keep fueling your legs up. And the way you fuel up the body in asana is through breath, made possible with gaze. Steady, five. More pressure through the legs. Four, make steam come out of the toes. Three, collarbones up. Two, come back to the floor. Up dog. Down dog. Camel, bring your knees to your mat. Stand up on your knees. Knees, make them two, two fists apart. Maybe a blue block between your thighs works really good. Okay, you can stay where you are with your hands at your hips. Pull your elbows to the center line of your body or bring your hands to your heels. Five. It's not how far you go back. It's how clear you can keep your gaze and how fluid you can keep your breath. Three. Then you'll find your way into the heart. Press your hips forward. Two. Down dog. It's through devotion to simple things. Simple. Devotion, like raw, radical commitment to gaze and breath. Camel, go ahead. Five. When the breath flows, the body flows. Four. We don't have to think about things. Three. Two. Down dog. Bridge. You can look through your, the space between your hands and jump through or just lay on your back. Anyways, good. Press your feet in your mat. Lift your hips off the floor. Five. Lace your fingers at your lower back. Maybe a strap works. Four. You gotta walk them in though. Walk them in. Three. See, without that intentional taking your shoulder blades into the spine line, the shoulders will just default to being on your chest. All right, come down. Wheel. Reset your feet. Put your hands on your mat outside your shoulders. Make your fingertips face the front of the studio. You can do bridge if you want to. Ready? On your in-breath, press your hands on your feet and your mat and come up. You can maybe start at the top of your head. You could. Five. You can do this. Four. Three. That's good. That's good. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. All right. You didn't think you could do that? I, I, I could smell that doubt from here. And you, you got up, no problem. Watch this. Okay, ready? Reset your hands and your feet. Go a little wider with the hands. You can get up. Yeah. It's going to take some work, but it's worth it. Ready? Press down and come on up. Start at the top of your head first. Yeah. Just like, there you go, brother. That's it. All right. There you go. Widen it. Good. Five. Look at that. Four. Good job. Three. Let's put your head down. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. I didn't mean to pull your hair like that, but okay. Do you see that? Is that the first time you ever did wheel? This is a big day for you. You're sweaty. You're in wheel. Good for you. You bring him? Did you make him come? Was it tough to get him to come? Or was we just like, he's a yes, huh? He is game. How many more should we do? Seven. You, you went to having friends to have an... Um, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you want to recalculate? Two? 
Oh, that was sweet too. Okay. We love friends. Ready? Here we go. Press down and come up. You got it. You got it. Steady. Five, four, three, two. Come on down. You can do a shot. I think you can do it. You think you can do it too? Oh, is this your wrist? Yeah. So um, finger mounds down, okay? Just give it a shot. If you don't like it, come out of it. Ready? All right, ready? Here we go. Let's complete with heart. On your in-breath, press down and come up. You know, any type of wrist stuff you feel in wheel, it's because you're, you're probably leaning on the outer edges of the hands. Maybe. Maybe you came in with injuries. And Five, get the finger mounds where the fingers meet the palms. Press those into the floor. Four, you see how those coming up? Get those down. Three, fan your fingers apart more. Now press down and go up. Two, come down. All right. How'd that go? Okay? Okay? <laughs> Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Knees out. Close your eyes. How'd that feel in your wrists? Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to push through some pain, and then you know what happens? It gets worse. <laughs> and then other times, right, it's other times it's, you're like, wow, was that, was that fear or doubt kind of manifesting in my body yeah. to keep me mediocre? It's like that. You know how many times I just pushed through some weird pain and hurt more? Yeah, but more times it worked out than not, you know? And I wouldn't push unless I trusted myself, you know? It's like that, so good work. This is the beauty of, of sweating like this and getting close to the earth and laying low with humility. This is the power. It's called saucha. It's a yogic practice like cleaning house. Looking through some murky windows. Never opened up the doors and all of a sudden the doors blast open. The windows open up. Maybe some storms come in but the daylight comes in too. And all that stale air goes out. Straighten your legs. Take your arms back. Breathe in. Empty out. Pull your knees in your chest. Rock from side to side. Man, the storms ripped through my garden this weekend. I wasn't here, and I came back, and all my string beans that I've been working so hard for, that I've had a vision for three years that I'm going to freeze all these string beans. In 2021, I got the freezer. I got everything. And my God, I did so much work, and I came home, and things were kind of beat up. But that was just like the first time. Little rabbits got everything for the first time. Oh, my God. They ate, like I got little string beans running around in my yard right now. But then I got chicken wire, and then they grew back a little stronger. And I know from this beating they took from the winds, they're going to get even a little stronger. My beans are coming. Do you know why? Because my vision, I see them, I taste them in my mouth right now. Dead bug. Way more probable of them ending in my mouth and enjoying them with some good garlic and olive oil than doubting them and being like, oh, this sucks, the wind sucks, rabbits suck. I don't blame them, huh? Rabbits are people, too. I'd want to go right after my string beans. 
I can't wait for my string beans. This has been like one of my greatest aims, literally my greatest aims since opening a yoga studio. Especially when the pandemic hit and I had to wait in line at Whole Foods to get in line. I had to wait in line to get in line. I'm going to grow my own food. Starting. By the time I'm 50, I'll be able to bring string beans into my classes and offer them in like little Dixie cups. That's what we're doing here. I'm moving our love forward, you know. Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs up to the sky. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Breathe in. Exhale, go up. One, two, three. Keep going. Do your work. This is fascinating. The work that we do in our mat, it starts to reveal some possibility. What we would call in yoga, dharma, our life's purpose, to serve something bigger than ourselves. And we start right here with life energy. It's moving in through your nose and out through your nose. You give it a direction, a purpose, to generate vitality and personal power. See, a word has some weight. About five more counts. You have a vision, and then your yoga practice puts feet and legs to your vision. Okay, pull your knees in your chest, and get on your bike and pedal. Work your core. Pull your belly button down towards the floor. And control your legs so when you straighten your legs, they go into full extension. And when you bend your knees, they only go to 90 degrees. Yeah, you don't want your calf muscles touching the back of your legs. That's too much. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift your legs up to the sky. Sit on your forearms. You're doing great. Let's finish strong, okay? We'll do... Two rounds, lower your legs 30%, 60%, 90% down to the mat. Go right to left and flex your feet, spread your toes. Come to center, lift your legs to the sky. Lower your legs one-third, two-thirds, two inches from the floor, and do cross-country skiing. Five, four, three, two. Bring your legs together. Legs up, pull your knees into your chest. Twist, take your knees to the left, bring your chin to your right shoulder, and adjust the height of your thigh bones to create the perfect twist of your belly. So you're, you want to breathe into that twist. You don't want it so tight that you can't breathe. all this heat and all this um, pretty simple, effective, impactful movement, man, you're finding regions in your body that just hold tension. And what a, what a beautiful gift to have this heat moving through your vital organs and then twisting the vital organs and breathing into them while they're being twisted. Bring your knees up to center and over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. We wouldn't even know that this quality of space is available to us unless we just did the practice and we, we exercise faith, not knowing what's going to happen when we show up on the mat. We never know. You think, we think we know. 
Like, oh, I'm going to have a great practice today. I ate blueberries before I came, and I slept real good last night, and I didn't drink, and then I just had an ounce of coffee. I'm ready. And then you get on, and you just hit the wall. And then another day, people, I see it all the time. People like, drank so much last night, and I didn't sleep. And then they come in, and they're like, vinyasa champs. <clears throat> and then the next day, they hit the wall. But you, you just never know. And this, this um, awakens some corner of our heart that gives us courage to keep coming back and doing this necessary essential work. And it's not just for us, it's for each other. Come back to center. Pull your knees into your chest. Grab behind your thighs, rock and roll, three or four times. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. You can lay on your back, really um, powerful adaptation, and do a figure four. You can put a block underneath your right hip. You can put a block under your head. Create the space. Just like if you were going to build a garden, you've you got to kind of plot out the land and look around and then put a fence up, especially if you're in Western Mass. Two fences. Try this. You're a good spot. You're next to a wall. Try this. You'll love this. You will actually love this one. No, no, no. Try this. Listen to the teacher. He knows a little something. <laughs> it's okay. Can I bring this lot? You'll get, you'll get a lot, you know, across this ankle past here. You can scoot back a little more. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. relax your neck. You can relax your neck down, brother. Yeah, that's okay. that's okay. And can you do this now with your butt? Can you do this? Into the floor. Yeah, you feel, huh? Do you feel that in here? Flex your right foot. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, just breathe into there, yeah. It's like um, the softest thing in the world overcomes the hardest thing in the world. Like the constant drip wears away the rock. So keep the, the continuity of your breath, the flow, the unbroken stream of your breath. And how do you do that? You've got to listen. Listening is enchanting. When you listen, this is why we love music, because we, we listen. We're enrolled into listening to the vibratory, well, the vibration in the air. So you want to channel attention to your eardrums. You have the sounds that are coming out of my mouth. You're formulating to words, but then there's spaces between my words. And you're listening. A little pressure back. Yeah. yeah. You okay? Mm -hmm. 
breathe in, empty out, down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward, or just switch your legs if you're on your back or any adaptation. Close your eyes. So the third eye, the third, the elusive third eye might not even be real. Who knows? You have to look. Don't believe anything. Don't believe anything. Look for yourself. The little region right above the brow, right in the center of the forehead. You rest that point on the earth or on the block, and you intentionally bring weight down into that point. You've got to relax your neck and your shoulders. And if you're breathing, uh, the breath will assist you. The exhalation, the exhalation will assist you in surrendering to gravity. Just like the, the inhalation starts to generate inspiration. Conscious respiration creates inspiration. It's a miracle, breathing with skill, making it audible so it's measurable, and then feeling it, knowing it's passing through your nostrils, expanding from the inside of your lungs out, out to the skin, and then you feel it on the exhalation. The skin softens as a contraction into the center. This is the science. This is, you're not even doing it. You're just observing it. And then you start moving to it and dancing to it, and you start bringing your, the quality of your love to it. Big energy running through you. You learn how to channel it just by listening to your breath. About five counts. Breathe in, empty out, double pigeon. Okay, create your foundation, get to work. Locate the body parts that are touching the floor. If you need to cross your shins, because you just don't have the flexibility to cross your ankles, just cross your shins and put a purple block into the space that your shins make when they cross. Flex your feet, bow forward. A deep devotion to your breath. Close your eyes and watch, just watch. It's like, um, like Betsy with her puppies. If you didn't know, Betsy was the woman who signed you in. Her dog just had four puppies, and they're like four or five days old, and she has to watch the mother 
so she doesn't squish the puppies. So she has her little cell phone in here watching the puppies. And this is like, you just see Betsy like on like master, what would you call it? Master concierge like that. <laughs> but on, and like you can feel it when you go next to Betsy that she's paying attention to something. There's something that she's practicing doing and, it's, and she's doing it because she loves the puppies. So you've got to bring that quality. You have to bring that quality to your, to your life somehow, some way. And it's a, a great way to start. It's just the body that's on your mat. Do you treat your practice like a puppy on the mat? Or your body like a puppy? No, you probably shame it. Bad dog. Someone bought me a, a calendar over the Christmas time. And it was, I guess it was supposed to be funny, but dog shaming. Did you see that? And it's supposed to be funny, but every time I look at it, it make, I took it down, and I think I threw it away. I don't want it anymore. It's like cute dogs being shamed, but it's not. It's like shame is such a toxic energy. Ugh. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Switch legs. To care. You know, to care about the body that's on your mat. You know, there's a, there was a word, there's a word, it's interesting too, there's a, a yogic word, a Buddhist word that speaks to this, it's to care about caring. And it's interesting because when I was working with my audio equipment this morning, I was talking to Kelly, Kelly was in the back and she said something to me about a conversation we had in passing, passing and I go, oh, you know that? And she goes, yeah, I heard, I listened to you. She goes, I care about you. And the moment she said that to me, I remembered the word and it was bodhicitta, bodhicitta to care about caring, to care about caring. Okay, you got some good space here. You said you were tight. Look at that. Wow. Took me like 12 years to get there. Here, lift this up. There you go. That's it. You know, you just get really soft, right, and breathe deep. Flex this a little firm here. Right, but be gentle though. You don't want to hear any popping or a couple more breaths here, yeah. Care about listening for your breath. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Seated forward bend. Extend your legs in front of you. Grab your ankles or your shins. Bring your belly or your chest to your thighs and take your shoulders to your back. Breathe in. And drop down. Just scoot your hips back. Try to straighten your legs. Go a little at a time. You can be on the 50 or 60 year plan. So be a process. This could be your last forward bend ever. And you don't know it. I'm not saying that to be grim. It's just the truth. Remember, it's, it's really powerful to remember death every day. Your impermanence. You want to do work and empowering the body that's on your mat? Sit up. Inverted tabletop. 
why it's so, it's so important to get close to nature. You're into nature, you're into gardening, you see it just like that. You do all this work, and then in one moment, everything's gone. Five, it's good to remember that. Four, to develop the heart. Three, to let that in, huh? Two, come down. Okay, come up to the front of your mat. Waterfall, or maybe do a headstand or a shoulder stand. And if you don't want to do an inversion, lay on your back and maybe take Shavasana if you want. Do some twists, make something up. If you don't know what to do, you just lay on your back and put a block underneath your sacrum. Restoration. To restore good blood flow into the feet, into the legs. Good, good um, work to drain. This helps draining the feet and draining the legs. Do you know how your feet and your legs would drain blood otherwise? Hey, they got to drain, don't they? They just can't just a bunch of blood just sits down on the bottoms of the feet. That would be atrocious. There, your feet would swell and they would be all blue. Um, how does the blood get back up to your leg, through your legs? Do you know? Do you have to do inversions? Imagine if you had to do inversions every seven minutes. Oh, your feet would just turn to big balloons. <laughs> but there's a, a muscle behind your calf muscle called the soleus muscle. And they actually call it your second heart. And that's why walking is the second best exercise on the planet. <laughs> after, after what? After swimming. Swimming's a third. Everyone knows that. <laughs> you can bring your feet to the floor. Plow. If that's really intense, just bring your knees to your forehead. And if you've got your feet on the floor and plow, can you curl your toes under and press the back of your thigh bones up to the sky and wake up the arches of your feet by pressing your heels back and then kind of taking them forward a little bit like that. Okay, and then maybe uh, knees to your ears. And give yourself a head squeeze. Take anything in the way that's stopping your pelvis from coming down on the mat flat. Pull your knees into your chest. Straighten your left leg down on your mat. Supine twist to the right. Move anything out of the way. Uh, blocks, straps, towels. You want to create a clear space so There's nothing touching your body other than the floor and your clothes. Nothing big, nothing big. Any more tension you can relax? 
uh, uh, let me say allow dissolve. Can you just on the neck or shoulders? Can you just relax a little more? And come back to center. Pull your knees into your chest. Straighten your right leg down on your mat. Supine twist to the left. back to center. Pull your knees into your chest. Grab, uh, bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. Get anything in the way that is touching, skin, out. Get out of there. Unless you have blocks under your thighs, that's cool. Yeah, and maybe a towel over your eyes. Be intentional. Creating the physical foundation of the asana, of shavasana. Uh. Okay, a commitment to let go of the audible breathing. Right? Controlled breathing, give that up. You don't want any sound. You, you want to practice dying. You want to practice being completely still and taking your attention off thoughts, not grasping for anything, just putting your attention on sounds. That's possible, and you can create some amazing space, sacred space where healing light comes through. You're not gonna stop thinking. Thinking will stop. You have to put your attention in the space where thoughts are created, right between your ears. I don't wanna say where thoughts are created, where thoughts move through. Put your attention in that space by listening. You fill the outer space with your listening and your inner space starts to clear. Breathe in. Open your mouth, let it go.
Cleveland. Empty it out. Roll over onto your right. Keep your eyes closed, sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center. That you can practice caring just by listening. And, and adapting your, your voice to make the, the sound of Om uh, fuller or more beautiful. Okay, we want to be artists in the way we listen and the way we receive. So this is good practice. Three ohms. hands to your forehead center. Push into your third eye center. Use your thumb knuckles and just make little circles. Go up and down, right to left. Circles, whatever. Just push in there. Okay, now come to center with your thumbs. Breathe in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good work. Nice job. Good work. All right, what's next? Probably some water, salt, get some good fruit, get some, uh, maybe a smoothie. And um, did the smoothies go up in Northampton, like to $12? Is that true? <laughs> Either way, go enjoy one. Go make a smoothie if you need to. And um, stay on your feet when you get up. Put your blocks up here, not against the wall, um, against the plants so we can wash them. And, uh, you got a mat and a yogi toes, they go in the hampers. I will see you soon, okay? It's great to be with you. Take care. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>